The topic I chose for my international problem is the COVID-19 pandemic. COVID-19 began in early 2020, January 9th to be exact, when the World Health Organization found a mysterious virus, pneumonia type, in Wuhan, China. I touch on topics such as where the virus came from, when it started, how it started, how we're doing one year later, but also how the effects of it took a toll on our personal lives, our businesses, and the stock market. COVID-19 pandemic kind of took us all by surprise. Uh, nobody really knew what it was or what it could do to people. And at the time, I remember I was in Florida and we, uh, we were just sitting there watching the news and we seen that there was a first case in China. And, you know, we were like, well, what is the, what is the COVID-19 pandemic? Uh, what is it going to do? How, how are we going to react to it? And how's it going to affect our personal lives? Uh, there was many uh, mixed emotions when it came to learning about, you know, what it could do to people. And uh, it'll take a long road ahead for all of us. Uh, upon hearing the news of the COVID pandemic, and I, uh, I saw that it came from bats, but there's also many speculations, different other outcomes that people were saying. And uh, to this day, I still don't know really where it came from. Um, it's very hard to kind of wrap your head around to know that, you know, there's, there's hidden information as far as how it got released. And, uh, you know, a year later, we still don't know the exact truth of how everything came out or um, if, if it was released by a government entity or any type of population control. Pandemic <clears throat> uh, finally hitting the United States after a certain time. Uh, obviously, that first person got the case. I believe it was in Colorado. And uh, from there, it just it spiked from one case to a, a hundred, from a hundred to a thousand. 1,000 to 10,000 to 20,000. Um, obviously, it, it became pretty clear pretty quick that it was going to be a serious issue that we were all going to have to face as a, as a United States of America and uh, come together and kind of fight this ourselves. Um, but the eye-opening effect is as far as seeing how it's going to affect our elderly people, you know, our people that have uh, diabetes, uh, heart problems. That's the kind of that's where I looked back and kind of said, you know, this is really serious. You know, we need to start taking precautions proper. You know, we need to separate ourselves from our grandparents, our uh, people who have health conditions, and our families and friends, and make sure we're all wearing our masks and uh, ensure that we're sanitizing properly, making sure we're keeping ourselves clean. But what was eye-opening to me was the fact that there's people out there that were, you know, not taking it serious. They were uh, going out when they were sick. They knew they had it, and there's there's many things that were occurring that I didn't I didn't agree with. Um, I get it. I, I I'm all for living your life, uh, you know, without being scared. However, this is the kind of situation where uh, we need to ensure we're taking care of our people. And now we have new types of, of COVID coming out, different uh, different entities of it that uh, are spreading coming from different countries. So. Where the pandemic is now is it's in the decline. However, we're not there yet, and I believe we need to uh, keep doing what we're doing, um, but just keep taking what the CDC does and take it seriously. From a personal view, um, I actually currently do have COVID-19, so it's uh, it's an easy topic for me to discuss because I do feel the, the symptoms that they're talking about, and uh, I never really knew how bad it was until I do have it. Um, and the chest pain is real. Uh, there's obviously lots of sinus issues that you get dealt with. And a uh, person, I'm blessed to be a healthy young adult. Um, but 
there's other people out there that were not very lucky who uh, didn't, didn't make it to to kind of talk about to this day. And uh, <clears throat> I want to bring the awareness there that that is very real. Um, it's not fun to deal with. And um, I want to bring on some people on this podcast, hopefully later in the talk, to uh, kind of discuss their, their opinions on it and where they see the pandemic going within the next year. how the pandemic affected the stock market, our small businesses. Obviously, with everything closing down, the lockdowns occurring, the small businesses, small restaurants were all struggling. Uh, I personally know people who own restaurants that had to shut down because they could not afford it once the pandemic was over. And uh, it's very sad to see. Um, obviously, there's also bigger companies that you know thrive throughout the pandemic, um, companies that supply hygiene products. Um, but the pandemic alone not even just in the United States, but in general, internationally, it affected a lot of small businesses. It shut a lot of people down. It was very detrimental to our, uh, you know, our trade market. And as far as uh, goes, um, I think that it's going to help out the bigger companies in the long run because they're the companies that thrive throughout it. They're the ones that are making a lot of money and uh, it's just going to push them into bigger markets. Um, next, I want to touch on how the stock market was affected. Uh, lots of stocks went down. Uh, there was plenty of stocks that, uh, you know, I personally invest in the stock market and I see, I have a watch list and there's some, some pretty big companies that took a big hit and, uh, but obviously there were some that were going to thrive. And, you know, when you look at Amazon, Amazon took a, a major, a major, uh, incline as far as their uh, stock price goes, because, Obviously, with everybody being home and, uh, you know, couldn't go out to the stores, couldn't go shopping, everyone was ordering their, their products through Amazon. However, even when you're ordering through Amazon, I mean, we were having a 25 to 30 day wait to get your stuff, you know. Um, so obviously it, it came with, a, you know, a grain of salt as far as, you know, how we're going to get our, our supplies. And uh, but in general, I mean, Amazon, it was a big thing for me to see, you know, how they were thriving and, uh, you know, kind of gaining off of the pandemic. Whereas, you know, you sit back and look at these other companies that are just, you know, you, you feel terrible just because, you know, they worked their livelihoods for this stuff and they put their uh, blood, sweat and tears into what they own and they just couldn't get through it. As I mentioned before, I thought I'd uh, bring on some guests. Uh, we do have a guest speaker on. Uh, it's one of my good buddies. His name is Nick Frisbee. And we'll begin talking about COVID-19. Hey, Nick, how you doing? I'm well, how are you? Very good. Uh, I just want to ask you a few questions on COVID-19. Um, from your perspective, you know, what were your initial thoughts when COVID first began? So what were my initial thoughts? So I think when COVID-19 first began in January, I think that no one really knew the extent to which how serious that COVID-19 was going to be. Um, I think that the initial decisions that were made by our government was the best that we could have done at the time by closing down international travel. Um, I also think that the mandates and the the methodologies of staying at home were, you know, the best in which we could have done at the time to understand the full seriousness of things. I do think that for for some time, the people that, you know, were affected were the elderly, the ones that had the and uh, compromised immune systems were the ones that were worst off at first and and that you know the people who are younger more so our age weren't 
as affected and we didn't think that it was going to be that much of a big deal until later on when the science kind of showed the numbers um, and obviously the deaths um, of, you know, thousands of people around the world. Um, so initial thoughts, I didn't think it was that serious, but moving forward, it became, became more and more serious over time. Yeah, Nick, great response there. Uh, some really good insight as far as uh, initial thoughts when when COVID first began. Um, if there's anything, any way it affected your personal life, I guess what would that be? Well, in my personal life, I work in an industry where meeting with clients face to face is how business is done. Um, with how business was done, you know, online, we weren't kind of up to speed with that, nor was it something that was prevalent or you know. I guess, primary um, before COVID-19. And as soon as, you know, ever we were sent home in March and, and was staying at home until well into June, our industry had to conform to new regulations and new um, industry standards where we were able to meet with clients over Zoom and send in applications and do more electronic um, business. And so I guess to answer that question, it really did affect my personal life where, it was harder to meet with our clients. We had to quickly move our feet into uh, a new way and methodology in which we could meet with our clients. Yeah, I mean, to, to touch on that topic too, um, with, my, with my work experience, we were in the same boat. Um, a lot of things were done over Zoom. Uh, we really couldn't meet in the office. Um, and we're still to this day not in the office yet, so it's still... Uh, it's still a little weird. Uh, we're on the back end, but uh, hopefully we're back in the offices soon to talk to people. Um, you know, the next question I want to talk about is uh, how do you think the pandemic has affected uh, not only the United States, but in an international aspect? Sure. So in a business world, international trade is happening on a daily basis. And so when the world kind of shut down, there's a lot of times where, you know, a lot of manufacturers in which we were getting our, our products and our, you know, our goods from over overseas, it was hard to get those products shipped and, you know, trade to open up. And so it affected, you know, the market, it affected our world and our trade and our manufacturers. Um, you know, when you ordered something online, you would, you would see that, you know, COVID-19 was going to slow down everything. You weren't going to get your packages on time. You weren't going to get, um, you know, something wasn't going to ma- get manufactured until well into, um, you know, later in the year. Um, I think COVID-19 affected the world internationally in terms of um, traveling. A lot of people were stuck at home. The mandates to stay at home and to be um, quarantined um, affected the world um, internationally. You know, you think about your international students that were here, um, you know, studying abroad or um, think about students that were um, here from international, internationally, they weren't allowed to go home. And so, um, you know, those were big effects in, in the world. And, you know, when you think about business and things like that being shut down, a lot of people were working at home um, or people weren't working at all. And so it just kind of slows down um, and almost puts a stop to the world and it puts a stop, in a, puts a stop to our economy itself. Yeah, Nick, and to kind of piggyback off what you were saying, you know, obviously when the pandemic first started, we were kind of uh, in some crazy times uh, with the hand sanitizer shortages and, you know, going to Walmart and Meijer, the only places that were open at the time to uh, grab your toiletries and their uh, stock shelves were just completely cleared out. Um, 
you know, I guess with the closest out here, I want to kind of ask you uh, what your opinion is on how the government's reacted to it. Um, you know, an international aspect as far as, uh, you know, vaccines and, and testing. That's a great question. You know, I think that, you know, when COVID was first announced and the seriousness of it, I think that, you know, our government did a good job of taking the proper precautions that we could have done at the time, you know, closing down international travel. Um, like I said before, that's something that was probably the first step that we took taken. Um, you know, the follow up with that, the testing centers, um, you know, we've never been in a pandemic before. We've never known what the steps and processes of this was going to be. So, you know, doing what we could initially and um, keeping everyone educated and up to date with everything was the best that we could have done. Um, you know, moving forward in the time when testing centers were more prevalent, we've seen obviously more cases and spikes. We're able to record those and keep it in our systems and then be able to act on that by having, you know, worldwide testing, bringing in um, medical professionals and being able to speak more about these things. Um, when the when the vaccine came out last year, you know, I think a lot of people were hesitant to, you know, to taking it. And I think that due time, it's just going to be... Um, a way for people to realize that if they get it, they can be able to live their lives normally and maybe and hopefully, um, you know, go back to work and be able to have in office, um, you know, meetings again and have, you know, restaurants and bars and uh, campuses open again, schools open, uh, daycares, all of these things, all these small businesses that are hurting right now, they're, they are in desperate need of going back to their regular ways. So I think um, we're on the right track. Uh, it's going to take some time. But overall, I think that initially we've done, we did the best we could. And I think that over time, um, it's just going to be a, a waiting game until we can get things back to normal. You know, and to kind of close this podcast out, first off, I want to say thank you to Nick for, for stopping on and, and kind of discussing his views on things. But uh, obviously, I think we've come a long way as far as uh, from the start to finish so far. Uh, obviously, you know, mid-pandemic, we were short on ventilators and hospital beds. And, you know, now we're kind of getting the case numbers down. Um, and I do, I believe this is still an international problem. Absolutely. Um, this is probably not going to be gone anytime soon. I would say within the next five years, uh, we'll be hopefully fully gone by then. But, uh, you know, it's kind of nice seeing everything start to rebound a little bit as far as, uh, you know, we're not loading up the hospitals. You know, we're starting to see businesses open back up. Uh, colleges are kind of in that, you know, that reopening phase for the for the most part. But, uh, you know, we still have a long way to go and uh, hopefully things get better soon.